0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Sunset Flips and Super Kicks, the podcast. Different episode today, not talking about the ins and outs of what's going on in wrestling and what's happening and recap shit recently. Uh, This episode I'm going to talk about Christian and Randy Orton from 2011. I recently went back and watched uh, their rivalry or their feud uh, that whole run from extreme rules uh all the way up to just after SummerSlam. So much like uh I did with Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio, uh if you haven't listened to that, it's in the archives as they say. Uh go back and check that one out. That's what uh that's what this episode's all about as well. So uh two of my all time favourites, without a doubt. Um you know I've wanted to watch this for a while, like Not just watch their matches, but obviously like the storyline behind it and all their segments on SmackDown and stuff. So that's what I did and got out the old notepad, took down some notes and I'm going to read those notes now. So that's basically what I'm doing. I am reading notes about Christian and Randy Orton from 2011. So enjoy. And uh, afterwards, who knows, maybe you'll want to go back and watch it yourself. So, our story starts at Extreme Rules in 2011, so this was just after Edge had to retire, vacated the title, so Alberto Del Rio, I think was the number one contender, and I believe there was a Battle Royal, I think. I didn't watch the episode before Extreme Rules, I just watched Christian and... Del Rio's ladder match from Extreme Rules. Uh, and obviously, Christian won, and that's where we get the ball rolling. So that week on SmackDown, after Christian was the world champion, he comes out, and Mark Henry, the great Khali, and Randy Orton all come out and challenge Christian for the World Heavyweight Championship. General Manager Teddy Long then came out and basically left it to the fans to decide. So, you know, do you wanna see Christian versus Mark Henry? No, they booed. Christian versus Great Carly? No, they booed. Christian versus Randy Orton. The crowd lost their minds. Um, So we all know who's gonna face off in the main event for this episode of SmackDown, the 6th of May. Randy Orton and Christian. And just a couple of days after winning the World Heavyweight Championship, there is a new world champion in town. His name is Randy Orton. So Randy Orton defeated Christian First go, first title defense. <clears throat> and then the next week on SmackDown, this is the 13th of May. Christian comes out and he says he res- he's still a babyface at this point. Um, he respects Teddy Long's decision and he congratulates Randy Orton. He's also looking forward to their rematch at over the limit. So already the rematch is in place is in two weeks time. This is back when pay-per-views seemed like they're on every three or four weeks. Actually, so he still seems like that now. Anyway. Um, Yeah, so over the limit, the rematch is set, and Christian is confident that at 100%, he can beat Randy Orton. So, you know, he's obviously playing the old, you know, well, I just had a match five days ago. It was really two. It aired five days later. And blah, blah, blah. Uh, So, Seamus interrupts him, comes out, and he says that he loved watching Christian's 17-year journey just vanish. Just vanish like that. And then he challenges Christian to a match. And then after that, Mark Henry comes out. Mark Henry starting that hall of, the hall of pain. Stuff where was just destroying everyone. So he comes out and he says he also enjoyed watching Christian's dream shudder. Um, and then Mark Henry and Seamus they start arguing with each other. Then they just come to the decision that they'll both just attack Christian. So then Orton comes out and evens the odds. Commercial break, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Teddy Long, he uh, makes a tag team match for the main event to be Randy Orton and Christian against Seamus and Mark Henry. And then out the back, Christian thanks Orton for coming down. Uh, But Orton says that he did it because of what Christian said. Obviously Christian's saying, you know, him being at 100%, he can beat Randy Orton. Uh, so Orton wants no excuses for over the limit when he beats him. Uh, in the main event, Christian and Orton ended up winning that tag team match. Uh, Christian copped a smashing for most of the match. They, Sheamus and Mark Henry basically targeted the back throughout this match. Um, and then the later part of the match, he made the blind tag uh, and hit Sheamus with a kill switch to get the win. And Then after the match, Orton and Christian share some friendly words with each other, I assume. Who knows, maybe, yeah. I don't know, there's no microphone in there, so I don't really know. Ah, uh, but then they shook hands. So, all is good in SmackDown Country. Alright, To the 20th, the week after. So, this is the go-home show before Over the Limit. Uh, The opening match is Christian and Sheamus, Christian picks up the victory, um, and then Mark Henry sticks his nose in again, comes down, and once again, Christian gets beaten up by both Mark Henry and Sheamus. Then Orton comes out again to even the odds, although he didn't come straight away. Um, He sort of just stood at the top of the ramp for a bit, and then decided to run down and help. So later on Christian is interviewed by Matt Stryker um, and asks, asks him about the match and stuff and then Christian sort of questioned whether Orton was, uh, was serious about really wanting him at 100%, you know, because he said um, he took his sweet ass time or something like that getting down there, didn't he? Um, but he said no matter what, regardless, over the limit, he's going to be at 100%. Uh, Randy Orton and Mark Henry are in the main event. But before that, Randy is interviewed again by Matt Stryker about what Christian said. Orton replied, or answered the question I should say, um, that Christian was lying and that he won't be at 100%. He goes, maybe at 99%. But that still won't be good enough to beat him. So the main event ended in a DQ after Sheamus... Now it's uh, you can sort of see you know it's the four these four guys and I think that's usually the tone that's set throughout. Uh, Sheamus comes in and attacks Orton, and then again it's a two-on-one advantage. Sheamus and Mark Henry this time on Orton, and much like earlier in the show, Christian comes out but took his time like Orton did, but he took a little bit longer. But eventually they did clean house. Um, and then Orton got frustrated with Christian, and he pushed him, but then Sheamus and Mark Henry came back in the ring again, continued to beat down, uh, but Christian threw out Sheamus, Orton RKO'd Mark Henry, and then did the famous splits, if you remember that, hits the RKO, then jumps as high as he can in the air, and touches his toes, horizontally. So that was the 20th if you want to go back and watch Orton do some aerobics. Over the limit, the rematch is set. Uh, Randy Orton retains against Christian uh, in what I thought was a great match, especially being a uh, baby face versus baby face match. Um, It was a good back and forth match, I thought, and a theme throughout um, this series. It was different than their match on SmackDown um they had great counters to each other's moves and as the series goes on it just gets better and better they just find new ways to to counter stuff um an example here was you know christian went for the kill switch uh and then orton reversed it into a backdrop but christian landed on his feet and then orton just straight away just hit him with the rko just dropped him with the rko and that's how the match finished so Christian sort of got the upper hand, kill switch, backdrop, turn around and okay, bam. That's it. Um, After the match, Orton went to help up Christian, Uh, but Christian pushed him away in frustration. Uh, He was going to leave, but then he came back and congratulated Orton and shook his hand and there you go. That's what babyfaces do. So here we go, SmackDown. SmackDown after Over The Limit. Orton comes out to celebrate his win. Uh, but Christian interrupts him to thank him for the match. Says it was one of the best matches of his career. And states that the match could have gone either way. Which it could have. Um, but he knew deep down that he could beat Orton. So he challenges him to one more match. Another theme throughout this, uh, throughout this series. Uh, Seamus interrupts him. And he calls Christian pathetic. Seamus thinks that he should be the number one contender, which, of course, is going to bring out Mark Henry. Henry says being the world's strongest man means he doesn't have to wait in line. He butts in and wants a shot at Orton. So, obviously, Teddy Long comes out, hollow, hollow, player, player. One-on-one with The Undertaker. Um, And he agrees with Seamus and Henry. Christian's had his chance. So, once again, Teddy Long leaves it to the crowd. And they all agree that Christian deserves another chance. So Christian has to earn his right at another match with Randy Orton in a triple threat match to be crowned the number one contender. Plot twist, Sheamus won the triple threat. So Orton was, he wasn't on commentary, but he was sitting, he was sitting ringside and Uh, Mark Henry had the shits and decided to push Orton. So then Orton came into the ring and hit uh, Mark Henry with an RKO as Christian had speared Sheamus. But the referee was too busy trying to get Orton out of the ring. So this uh, this led to Sheamus kicking out of the count and then hitting Christian with a bro kick to pick up the win. And then the ref was trying to explain to Christian um, he didn't make the count straight away because he was trying to get rid of Orton who wasn't part of the match and then that was it. That was it. So the seeds the seeds are planted. Alrighty. Next week. We're up to the 3rd of June here. <clears throat> um, let's see. After defeating Mark Henry, I assume in the opener, uh, Christian reviews what happened last week on SmackDown or the previous week. And how it should be him facing Orton in the main event, not Seamus. He feels he deserves one more chance. Teddy Long then comes out and agrees with Christian. He said Christian was a victim of circumstances. So then Christian... Yeah, Christian was... Okay, yeah. Fucking confusing myself here. Not hard to do. So Christian uh, does a Teddy Long and goes to the crowd um, to see if he deserves one more match, basically trying to weasel his way into the match with Orton. So Teddy Long did add him to the match, but not as a competitor, as a special guest referee. Orton would go on to defeat Seamus in that main event, uh, thanks to Christian. Late in the match, Seamus had reversed the RKO and pushed Orton into Christian was about to go into Christian anyway. But Orton stopped and then got out of the way as Sheamus, shoulder tackled Christian, and then was screaming. I didn't mean to do it, fella. I didn't mean to do it, fella. That's my that's my Seamus, by the way. Um he then hit the brogue on the bro kick on Orton and Christian went to count two, one, two, and then before he could count three, he started complaining about his arm being sore um because of the shoulder tackle from Seamus. Uh, he then punched Seamus into an RKO, 1-2-3, still your World Heavyweight Champion, Randy Orton. After the match, Christian laid out Orton with the title. So rather than hand him the title, just laid him out, boom, shot to the head, turning heel. There we go, we finally got a heel in this, in this epic, epic story. And then he started screaming that, you know, I know I can beat you. And then he left with the belt. So he, he, he's essentially a thief. He's a thief. He's a theft. That's it the in SmackDown. Alrighty. To the 10th. Let's go. Moving on. Christian comes out. And starts starts bagging out the fans. He blames the fans. And he says he's done with them. Mind you, he didn't come out with the title, even though he had stolen it the week before. So... It's just, you know, it's just the little things, people. It's the little things. Um, So after blaming the fans, uh, he then calls Michael Cole into the ring um, and doesn't understand what kind of show Teddy Long is running. (laughs) He then asked, this this is funny. He then asked Michael Cole if he could do him a favor and ask the fans a question because he's not talking to them. And his question is, do they believe Christian deserves to be world champion? You asked that question last week, it's met with cheers. Now this week, it's met with booze. He calls the fans clueless, he thanks Michael Cole for his time, and he leaves. Later on, Orton would come out to the ring, and he called out Christian for running his mouth. Um, I think Christian then comes out or he appears on the screen um, and he mocks Teddy Long. <laughs> this is, just watch the, the, the 10th of June, 2011 SmackDown. Just watch Christian in this. It's fucking fantastic. So he mocks Teddy Long and says, let's ask the people. Hey, players, holla, holla, holla. But I, I don't worry, I did, I did not do that justice. Um, Christian then said that Orton should be thanking him because he could have easily, easily counted Orton's shoulders down, but he didn't, because he wants to beat Orton for the title, not Sheamus, so he challenges Orton for a world title match at capital punishment, which is probably in a week, so I don't bother that, it could be, <coughs> um, Orton accepts, Orton accepts the, uh, the challenge. Uh, Seamus defeated Randy Orton in the main event, which was a non-title, no disqualification match, thanks to Christian. Just think of the irony there. Just, you know, one week Christian's helping... Christian's helping Orton win the title, or retain the title, and the next week he's costing him the match. It's a non-title match. Um... Let's see what happened here after the match. Christian went to hit the kill switch on Orton, uh, but Orton pushed him off. Hit Sheamus with an RKO, but then Christian hit Orton with the title belt yet again. Close as he's going to get to the title, I think. So we go to Raw. This is when um, they were doing the super shows, a couple of episodes, SmackDown, Stars were going Raw. Orton comes out and calls out Christian. And he promises that he won't hurt him. But then he admits that he was lying. Of course he's going to hurt him. He tells Christian to be a man and come out to the ring. Christian pops up on the screen. And he says he doesn't care what Orton wants or what the fans want. Orton said it's a shame that Edge has retired and can't carry Christian to the ring. Because he carried him for 17 years. So then Christian comes out but then he walks away. Um, As Orton makes his way up the ramp to confront Christian, um, security comes out and prevents it from happening. And then the anonymous GM of Raw, and I quote, fuck, how good was that? Michael Cole was like the biggest heel for saying, "And I quote. Well, that and he was a missed suckle. Still, Michael Cole's quality. Um, So the uh, anonymous GM of Raw came up on the laptop. And I quote, Randy, Uh, Randy wasn't clear to wrestle. And if he attacked Christian, he would be stripped of the World Heavyweight Championship. That's all I got. Doesn't fucking, doesn't sound that great. No confrontation, no nothing. No punch on. Trust me, it all works. Let's go to SmackDown, just a couple of days later. Orton is ready to fight. Randall Berry is ready. But Teddy Long won't allow it because he's still not medically cleared. Um, Christian says that Orton shouldn't be angry. He should appreciate the fact that Christian gave him an excuse for when he loses. And then Sheamus comes out and he says, between Orton's concussion and Christian's whining, Everyone's forgetting about the fact that Sheamus beat Orton last week. Teddy Long then makes the match, Christian versus Sheamus. With the stipulation, if Sheamus wins, he's then added to the match at capital punishment. And obviously, if Christian wins, this remains one-on-one. Christian would win the match. And afterwards, Orton punted Sheamus to send Christian a message. There we go right a couple of punishment I was right a couple of weeks a couple of weeks Randy orton retained another great match just go back and just watch all these matches you won't regret it um, everything that they did just everything um blah 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 uh where am I here we go oh, that was a great match I just said that um by both, I'm going to be one of those Markskies and say, great job by both guys, yeah, it was a really fun match, you know what I'm saying, um, yeah, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be that Marksky, Um uh, but Orton, I did notice Orton was doing a good job selling the concussion, you know, sort of off balance a bit, doing his stomps and, and whatnot, no, uh, but this was the, uh, this was the controversial ending, the controversial one, um, Uh, Christian's leg was underneath the ropes when he was pinned so obviously that gives a that gives like a little excuse I guess to sort of have this have this rivalry extended so and he let everyone know that on Raw the next night when he interrupted R-Truth who was complaining about little Jimmy of all the things that I'm talking of throughout this rivalry. For the funniest thing, the 20th of Raw. Sorry, the Raw, the 20th of June, 2011. R-Truth, The Miz, Christian segment. Cackles, cackles. Um, so R-Truth was too busy complaining about everyone being a little Jimmy and how little Jimmy screwed him out of the title against John Cena who ended up being R-Truth's childhood hero. Go figure. Uh, Christian says he was screwed. At capital punishment by a bad referee call. And he just needs one more chance. One more opportunity. Just one more match. And R-Truth replies, you've had how many? Uh, and then this brings out The Miz. And he starts complaining about Alex Riley. Um, which, like I said, before it's great watch it because this is one of my favorite moments in raw history you know really the really starts coming up really you know and then christian replies really with riley and then miz says randy so it's riley randy randy riley and then our truth just jumps in starts screaming jimmy jimmy oh it's great daddy long then came out who's the SmackDown general manager. I don't know why the laptop couldn't make this announcement. <coughs> but he made a six-man tag team match for the main event. Orton, John Cena, and Alex Riley will team up to take on Christian, Miz, and R-Truth. And the match was won by Cena, Orton, and Riley after Cena made Christian tap out with the STFU. That was now the STF. Uh, after an arco. Great te- Great teamwork. God, if only like there was someone better in that match than Alex Riley. Just think about that Hall of Fame match. <clears throat> all right, let's go to SmackDown. What have we got here? The 24th. Uh, Teddy Long addresses the situation with the title match at Capital Punishment. Um, he admits that the referee made a mistake and then starts being all political, Barton saying his decision is final. Christian then comes out and demands another match. Christian says, yep, you have to earn it by defeating Kane. So Teddy Long has really got it in for Christian. Ah, oh, here we go. That match would end in a disqualification win for Kane after Mark Henry ran down and attacked Kane. Because of the circumstances, Teddy Long says Christian can still earn a chance at Orton if he, if the team of he and Mark Henry can defeat Orton and Kane. Um that was made like basically straight away. Uh Henry and Christian picked up the win after Henry pinned Orton after delivering the world's strongest slam. Orton was mainly focused on beating on Christian, uh, who ended up being a distraction. So think about that. When do you think the last time WWE world champion, Universal Champion, got pinned twice in the space of like two weeks? Think about that. And then didn't give up a, well, didn't give a title opportunity. Um, So yeah, let's move on. The 1st of July. Smackdown. Christian barges into Teddy Long's office with a contract. Telling Teddy Long to let Orton know to be in the ring later to sign the contract. And then uh, Long says Christian must have brain damage or something because Christian didn't win the match. Henry did. Um, so his stipulation was, obviously Christian had to pick up the win, not his team. He didn't didn't make that very clear, but did he play a player? Holla, holla. So he then makes the match, uh, for Orton and Henry. And if Mark Henry wins, then at Money in the Bank, it could be a triple threat match, or it could just be a one-on-one match between Orton and Mark Henry. Orton won the match by countout count out after the Big Show's music played, which caused Mark Henry to be distracted. So, that was a bit random Big Show. Wasn't really focused on what was happening there, so, yeah. Um, Shortly after that, Christian then sees Teddy Long again and says he's now officially the number one contender because Henry lost. And then uh, Teddy Long said, word on the street is that Christian was in the production truck after Big Show's music played. Uh, Long then placed Christian in a match against Sin Cara before the contract signing. And Sin Cara was actually over, believe it or not, at this time. So, but that's not, that's not a real threat. Like You obviously know Christian's going to win that. Make it a bit more, you know, make it against Sheamus or something. Now we're at the contract signing. These always go down really, really well. Uh, Christian has put in the contract a clause and it states that if Christian is screwed by a bad referee call, he gets an immediate rematch. He says he knows he can beat Orton, even though no one believes him. Orton says when all of this started, there was a time when he enjoyed wrestling Christian. He even respected him. But now with all of the complaining that Christian's done, it's just making him angry. And he says in order for Christian to get back the title, he has to beat Orton. He has to beat Randy. He has to beat him. And that will never happen. As he then signs the contract. And then, after Christian's attorney briefly goes over the contract, he goes to sign it, but then shakes the pen as if there's no ink in it, and then Seamus storms the ring, attacks both of them, and rips up the contract. See? Christian Seamus. Shouldn't have made that much. Um, And yeah, that's that's that. Seamus just cleaned house. So, the next week on SmackDown, we're out to the 8th of July, it is revealed that if Orton is disqualified, or if there is a biased officiating decision, Christian will become champion. Um, And then the main event was Sheamus and Orton, um, and Orton won that by disqualification after Christian interfered. So, yeah, not really... A really exciting episode there. The week after, let's see if we can get some excitement. Josh Matthews is interviewing Orton. go. Okay, I read that the wrong way. Um, and he says that he won't get disqualified, and it's all just a plan by Christian, because he knows that he actually cannot beat him. Christian then appeared on the screen again, and gives Orton... With a picture of Christian standing over him, laid out, holding up the world title. This would have been from the first time Christian attacked Orton. Uh, Orton says it's going to take more than a picture to set him off, and he calls him pathetic. Christian then would go on to tell him his father, Bob Orton, was pathetic. He wore a cast on his arm and faked an injury for seven years and never won a world title. That started to piss off Orton. Um, on the uh ENC Pot of Awesomeness, the episode with Randy Orton. I've listened to it that many times. It was listening to that that sort of made me finally go, you know what, I'm just gonna watch this series. Um, Christy actually stated on that episode that he was uncomfortable saying that about Bob Orton. Um, because he was such a such a big fan of his when he was younger. Um and even after he said it, you know, he sort of you know, asked Randy if it was all right and then even texted him just to make sure, you know, his old man was, was okay with it and just to let him know it was just part of the show. Just to let him know it's all good, yeah? Um, oh, this is when uh, Christian goes on a little, little tirade here because afterwards he's by Orton's private bus. He's just walking around it and then notices that there's graffiti on it. Um, and he says he's going to do his own private investigation to find out who did it, because he cares. Fuck. What a nice guy. Christian, what a bloke. What a guy. Um, so what the graffiti was, it said, Orton sucks, Teddy Long equals moron, Christian equals uncrowned world champ. So, but it's never revealed, uh, who did it. So... The mystery continues. Later on, Christian then found Orton's wallet, just lying around, and he decides to go to the casino, so I can't remember whether, I can't remember if they were in Vegas or Atlantic City for this episode here. Um, he then mocks Orton's wife and daughter, first wife, um, and then goes through Orton's wallet and pulls out about a thousand bucks and puts it all on roulette to try to win to try to win money so Orton can send his daughter to college um because being Randy's daughter she's obviously not going to go to college on a academic scholarship so i think there was one more i oh, he, he appeared on the screen and said how much he loved Orton um he loves him and he respects him and it was a way to promote that movie that Orton did i think the one that had Ed Harris in it <coughs> This takes us to money in the bank. So the stipulation if Orton gets disqualified or there's a dodgy ref core, well then Christian's the champ. Um what well, I said before about the little things um, was the start of this match and I loved it because Christian went out and grabbed a chair and just he slid it into Orton. Straight away just you know playing the mind games right from the start Orton picked it up but obviously didn't do anything with it but it wasn't just that it was when the match like officially started when they both got in the ring they just went straight at each other so it wasn't you know the standard collar and elbow tie up you know into the headlock or whatever they just just went straight in they just got straight into it and that, that means a lot because of the lead up, especially how Christian made it personal. You're, just, you're not just going to get in there and just like tie up and go from there. It's it's not about that. It's not about the match. It's about what the match represents. And for Orton, that's revenge. Um, so that's, that's like you know, the little things. That's what I say. Like the little things. And the, the funny thing is, especially with wrestling and matches and when it's, when it's a storyline, it's a good storyline, great storytelling. It's just those little things that make a big difference to the whole... Like, it could have changed the whole match without people realising it. Um, for this, the crowd was just... The crowd was electric. Right? They were buzzing. You know, they they were biting on every little thing. And even though Christian was a heel, Money in the Bank 2011, this was in Chicago notorious wrestling crowd. Um, It was 50-50 for most of the match. Um, But throughout the match, the the later part, going into the finish, um, Orton had snapped because Christian spit in his face. Um, He then took him down, obviously wiped the spit off, took him down and then started beating him up. And then as Christian got up, He copped a swift kick in the nads. Lobloski. Disqualification. So, we have a new world champion. Christian. Two time. But, just because the match was over, doesn't mean the war was over. Orton would then attack Christian basically straight away. Not only did he hit him with a monitor, but two RKOs on the announce table. You know... They had that first match on SmackDown, which was great. And it goes into Over the Limit. Which is another great match. Capital Punishment. Now we're at Money in the Bank. like These guys could do no wrong. Every match just getting better and better. Although, you know, when you put it up, especially on Money in the Bank 2011, you say Money in the Bank 2011, what do you think of? It's CM Punk. It's just that match against John Cena, which was a great match. Great match. This match went on just before that. It went on that was it was like the co main event. You know. Just just think about that. You got Orton Christian in the middle of what they're doing, and then it goes into Punk Cena. And because the punk angle was so hot at the time, I think this rivalry gets forgotten. And I think it's one of the most underrated. Rivalries, feuds, series of matches in WWE history. Simply because of CM Punk, that greedy motherfucker. Nah, that's just how fucking, that's just how red hot CM Punk was at the time, and rightfully so. Is that an Easter egg? All right, let's go to SmackDown. We're not going to talk about Sam Punk and John Cena. With John Laurinaitis, um, Orton opens up the show. Smackdown, that is. 22nd of July. And he's sitting in the middle of the ring. He's sitting in a chair. Or on a chair. Uh, and he says he has unfinished business with Christian. Christian then comes out. And he's confused about the unfinished business. He said maybe the unfinished business is with the voices in Randy's head. And his inability... To control his anger issues. That's why he's not the champion. And he also says he didn't mean to spit in his face. It was just, you know, heat of the moment. Head of the battle. In in the battle, heat of the moment. Um, But he says it's justice that he is the champion. Because he's been fighting an uphill battle against Teddy Long and his incompetence. And Orton wants his rematch, which was—he's was like, "I want my rematch." So it was—it was brutal. I'm not gonna lie, it was—it's was a bit brutal. It's hard to watch. Um, but, but then Christian states that rematches just—they don't grow on trees—and nobody likes a whiner. Once again, he states that rematches don't grow on trees. And nobody likes a not. Now, if you remember this, you've seen this, you know where I'm going with this, don't you? Just the irony. It's fucking hilarious. Um, Orton has to get to the back of the line, according to the champ. Uh, Teddy Long then comes out again. This guy just fucking... everywhere. everywhere. Uh, and he says Orton will get his rematch. But first, he has a match tonight. Against Kane in a street fight. So Orton's in the ring and he makes his way to the back, but on his way he uh, he jumps Christian, and then just a shitload of refs come out. They pull him away. Uh, Long then Teddy Long then books Christian in a match against Intercontinental Champion Ezekiel Jackson. I don't know why. Uh, Christian would win that match and Orton would. Defeat Kane. Moving on. New COO Triple H. Remember this time? Vince McMahon got fired by the board. Couldn't do his job. I think that was it anyway. Anyway. He books Christian and Randy Orton for a match at SummerSlam. Oh, we're getting towards the end already. Uh, It's just like watching a TV show. When it's over, you just don't know what to do next. Let's move on to the next project. Uh, This match would be a no-holds-barred match. Christian then books Christian, Triple H, then books Christian in a match with John Morrison. And Orton in a match with R-Truth. I don't know if that's a handicap match with R-Truth and Little Jimmy, or just straight up one-on-one. And that was it, really. Um, Christian would win his match, and Orton got disqualified. So, yeah. It's a lot of DQs now. Uh, Christian tried to interfere in this match by distracting the ref, but it did not work. So we move on. We're in August now. Fuck. I don't like where this is going. Our journey is almost coming to an end. Um, Orton said in an interview with Matt Stryker, nerd, um, that the beating he gave R-Truth last week wasn't a message, or was it, Oh well, no, I, I've got it wasn't a message, it was just, you know, whatever, um, okay, I'm lost here, hang on, right, Okay, it wasn't a message to Christian. uh, But he he is right about Orton having anger management issues. And at SummerSlam, Christian will help him get through it. Orton said Christian has to pin him or make him submit. And he's never done that before. I don't think anyway. Um, Later on, Christian said that uh, he has had everyone in his back pocket since coming to SmackDown. That's Orton. That's had everyone in his back pocket. Um, Everyone like Teddy Long, the refs, the stupid fans, who he's still not speaking to. And now Triple H. Uh, He's also disappointed, but not surprised about his match at SummerSlam. Here we go. Uh Christian and R truth defeated Orton and John Morrison later on in that later on that night. And Christian pinned Orton. There you go. So there's the first time for everything. I knew Christian had pinned him. I just can't remember if it was before or after that. Alright. Next week, uh the go home show for SummerSlam. Triple H now is relevant once again, being the COO. Vinnie Mac Jr. Uh, He puts Orton in a match against the great Carly. And before he can announce Christian's opponent, Christian interrupts him and says that he's going to sue the WWE because he has medical documentation that Randy Orton is unstable and he has serious anger management issues. And by making the match a no-holds-barred match at SummerSlam, it's putting the world heavyweight champion at risk the stipulation isn't pulled, he's filing a multi-million dollar lawsuit. <laughs> he's not just suing WWE, but everyone that works there, the fans, and whoever, buy, whoever buys the pay-per-view. But Triple H doesn't fold and says the match is still on. Triple H says that he's Christian's boss, and if he doesn't wrestle at SummerSlam, he's in breach of contract. He will strip him of the title and fire him. If that were to happen, he'd have to fire him when he was mocking Vince McMahon. Like, in that. That's how it would have to be done. (laughs) Christian then cries, almost literally, and asks, why is he doing this to him? And then he brings up the past about what Orton did to Triple H's family. So that would have been... Oh, we're looking at about 2008, 2007, 2008, even 2009, I think. And then Triple H says that he doesn't like Randy Orton. <laughs> Lies. Um, but he respects him. Um, let's see. Uh, Christian then had a match against Sheamus, but got intentionally counted out. So world champions just don't win matches on SmackDown, do they? Especially in non-title ones. Um, and Orton defeated the great Kylie. And after Orton's match, Christian came out and he said he has received some information that is going to change everything because he has got the best thing going. All right, we're at SummerSlam now. 14th of August. A day away from a great day. The 15th of August when Randy Orton won his first World Heavyweight Championship back in 2004. So Christian is interviewed, and he says Orton isn't leaving champion, and he has an insurance policy. And no, it's not Tomco. Christian, because I think uh, it was in Hollywood, LA, so Christian refers to himself as Harry Potter, or to Harry Potter. You know, he's capable of magic with his every move, and then compares Orton to Cowboys and Aliens. Overproduced, overrated flop. Wowzers. So, before the match, Christian brings out his insurance policy, insurance policy, which is Edge. Edge is back. Um, He says Edge is going to be in his corner. However, Edge questioned Christian on winning the title by disqualification. Which is true, it's never been done before when you think about it. So he's a history maker. Christian is a history maker. Um, Edge then called Christian a whining, crying little bitch and left. And then Christian whined and cried like a little bitch. Um, SummerSlam, again, cannot say... I don't know how to put it into words. I've written here, after a great fucking match, because it was. Seriously. Do yourself a favor. Go back and watch all their matches. Randy Orton defeated Christian again uh, to win his ninth world championship. Um, Just, yeah. Like I said, it was a great match. Um, Great use of the no-holds-barred stipulation. No disqualification, whatever you want to call it. No-holds-barred. That means no holds are barred. Or hold, I don't know. Um, the steel steps came into play for the finish. Uh, Christian went for a springboard, sort of like a springboard uh, splash. And Orton met him halfway, hit him with RKO on the steps. Fuck yeah, yowie wowie. Um, okay, we're nearly done here. Couple of weeks to go. Uh, So that was... Yep, SummerSlam. So SmackDown, the 19th. Randy Orton kicks off SmackDown and he recaps his little run with Christian. He says that first he respected him, then he started to annoy him. And then Orton started to despise him. But he's ready to move on. So Teddy Long announces a 20-man battle royal and the winner will face Orton. Um, So I think Teddy Long must have come out. Um... They are then interrupted by Orton's former protégés. Do you remember Legacy? A little group called Legacy, Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase Jr. And Cody Rhodes, blah, 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 blahs on the mic and then announces himself with the battle royal. He then hands the microphone to Ted and says, you have a voice, Ted, use it. I thought that was great. So Ted started Talking, saying some shit, and Orton hit him with an RKO. So, boom. Um, Mark Henry went on to win the Battle Royal for anyone keeping score at home. So, don't worry, we're not done with Orton and Christian. We're nearly done. Acting General Manager Brett the Shitman Hart announces Mark Henry will take on Orton in next week's special Smackdown Super Show Live, or something like that. Sorry, Brett the Hitman not Sorry, shit man. Force of habit. God, when you talk about fucking people that whine and cry, look no further. Christian then interrupts him and blames Brett's friend Edge for his loss at SummerSlam, which caused him to lose focus. Christian then invokes his rematch clause. That's right. He still gets one more match. Um, Hart caused Christian an embarrassment to his friends, family, WWE, the WWE Universe, and Canada. Go look in the mirror, champ. Um, <laughs> Christian calls Bret Hart and Edge an embarrassment for not being able to cope with retirement and can't get over the fact that Christian is the only relevant Canadian. Anyway, moral of the story here is uh, Christian weaseled his way into another match. Which Bret Hart made a steel cage match, and that ended up being on the uh, on the Super Show because that was the Tuesday Tuesday Smackdown, which is where our story comes to an end. The thirtieth of August, Randy Orton verse Christian in a steel cage, and what a fucking what a steel cage match it was. Just, I'm just going to put it out there. Great match, great rivalry. Orton retained the championship, of course. After he delivered an RKO off the top rope, I think it was. I think it was the perfect ending to uh, to this feud. Um, all the matches, like I said, just fucking bangers, as all the Markskis are saying these days. Or the little mizzles. Um, you know, they couldn't put a bad match on, it's impossible, it's impossible. Um, every match they did was different, same moves, but just different spots, different counters, different reversals, just a different way of getting to what they were doing, especially the finish. Um, and I think it was fitting that it ended with an RKO from the top because it was the first time that we had seen it. You know, RKO came as a reversal from the kill switch, came from the kill switch. You know, it came from a springboard, but didn't come off the top rope. So, and then after that, Mark Henry came out, attacked Orton, and then that would carry on into um, Randy Orton and Mark Henry. Um, so just something that I highly recommend, even if you're not going to watch the storyline, the matches. The matches are to die for, as they say. Um, so listening to n c pod with Randy Orton, that's where this all started from. Um, that's what got me into actually watching it, even though it was on my Toto list for a while. Yes, I did say Toto, not to Um And they spoke about it. and They spoke about their run and how it was brought to them. Um... At Extreme Rules, actually, at Extreme Rules, um, a lot of the stars, the big names, had moved to Raw, um, and McMahon put the challenge to Orton and Christian to get to SummerSlam, you know, when you think about that, that's like four months, so, you know, we need, we need more of that these days, um, but they've got to be different like this not like what they are now but it's not about that it's about this um so yeah they you know here we go here's what we want um and then you know the idea came for Christian to turn heel and to drop the bell and Orton was against it you know saying that everyone has waited for Christian to wait uh, they've waited for Christian so long to become world champion Um, and he thought it was a bad idea but And McMahon stuck to his guns, and as they say, he was right. Everything worked out. Um, Christian's two-time world heavyweight champion. Not one successful title defense. So there's another little interesting start. Um, And then there was also talk of the rivalry, the feud, however you want to look at it. Um, There was talk of it possibly ending at um, Money in the Bank because they were going to shotgun Mark Henry into the title picture which obviously came about a month or so later but they wanted Mark Henry and I think Orton at SummerSlam for the title and then they were going to do Christian and Sheamus this is what uh, Christian said um, but then they sort of they had a they had a house show match um, the night before Money in the Bank and apparently it was a very great match, very good match, um, shockingly, with these two, and it was that good that there was, like, the crowd actually thought that Christian could have walked away with the championship, so they then stuck with it, and it worked out well for for everyone, and we got another, we got another two great Orton-Christian matches out of it, and Christian got another world title reign out of it, so um, yeah, it was great, I, I really, I really enjoyed it, really enjoyed, um, making notes on it as well, especially when I'm watching, you know, a certain storyline that I want to watch, I'm watching another one right now at the moment, and you'll hear that in a couple of weeks also, um, uh, but it's just stuff that I enjoy doing, um, I don't care, I don't care if it makes me a mark, I don't care, I'm a mark, I admit it, I'm one of the few marks that admits they're a mark, whereas you call someone else a mark, And they cry or block you on Instagram. So I've got a few of them. But if you haven't followed or subscribed on Instagram, first of all, I don't know how you're accessing these podcasts. So congratulations to you. But stay tuned on there because I'm going to post some stuff as well. Some quotes from the ENC pod with Randy Orton um, about their series of matches. So yeah. And, uh, yeah, like my shit, um, tell your friends, tell your enemies, I don't really care, Fucking I can just subscribe to the podcast as well, listen every, I'd say every week, but that's a damn lie, so, but, um, yeah, that'll, that'll do it for this episode, uh, Orton and Christian, 2011, famously known as the Summer of Punk, but watch this and, You know, you'll see what the real rivalry was. So I'll just, I'll leave it with that. Yeah, I'll fucking finish off with a shot. Thank you.